The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. You are listening to Absent Minded, brought to you by Habs Eyes on the Prize.com. Hello and welcome to Absent Minded. My name is Jared Buck. Joining me today to talk about all things World Junior, we're going to do an overview of what you can expect in the next couple of weeks. Uh, joining me today is Patrick Bexell. Patrick, how are you? Merry Christmas. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, Christmas Eve here in Sweden, and that's when we celebrate. But um, yeah, as I think I mentioned on the last pod, uh, we just did a COVID test. We haven't gotten the results back yet from, from yesterday. And uh, we're self-isolating here just in order to protect family members that are vulnerable. So it has uh, been a very quiet <laughs> Christmas Eve. We've eaten a lot, as we always do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, a lot of people around uh, listening to us even uh, have done the exact same thing, whether they're uh, they have done it out of precaution or whether they uh, have symptoms or or anything like that. So yeah, I'm sure it's it's a story that we're that a lot of people are dealing with, and uh, we we thank you for for taking part of your holiday and and listening to us talk about hockey. Uh, but it, it, I, I, this tournament is always, I mean. I feel like we get we get a warped perspective in Canada about this tournament because in, in a lot of Europe it's not as big a deal as it is in Canada or or as big a deal as TSN makes it in Canada. Um, is, is that is that basically the way it goes, Patrick? I mean, it, it is growing. I think in Europe, I, I, I think it's already big. Yeah. Um, it's not that. It's more the fact that since every other year it's in North American ice, the time difference just messes everything up and especially you know putting the big games on at like 3 a.m 3 3 a.m our time uh, because it's going to be 9 a.m your time uh and and 7 a.m la time or, or something like that and, and then then it's like yeah, 7 p.m uh, for yeah. you guys a.m for us p.m for you so, <laughs> so it's uh, it's there and you know you complain about oh it's six hours ahead i'm at work yeah for us it's like yeah, we're six hours behind, <laughs> and we're going to work in like two hours. <laughs> so, so there are some problems with it. Uh, and then, I mean, like, there's always that problem that you know, Canada and, and Russia and, and the US to a certain degree will always get good teams because they are maybe not as dependent on the stars that are coming. Uh, the lead up to the tournament might actually be more exciting some years for for Finland, Sweden, Czech Republic, and oh, Czechia, as we're supposed to be saying, and and uh, other European countries, depending on to see who's coming and who's not, <laughs> because that decides more or less the tournament for us. I mean, like we can't, you know, we can't lose one or two star players as maybe Canada or Russia can. Yeah, you know, whereas Canada can can hold a camp and make cuts. Uh, in Europe, it's who's going to be on the team. There's no cuts to make. We'll take whoever is available to us, uh, especially on on the top end of that. But speaking for myself, though, 
I, I love when the tournament's in Europe because 9 a.m. hockey is great. <laughs> so I, I think they should hold it in Europe I, I, often. I remember working in the Philippines and it was like 7 a.m. hockey <laughs> NHL. I was like, this is great. Can we do this all the time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, the Olympics obviously are, are coming up and, and, you know, there's not going to be NHL players. But I mean, I remember waking up at three o'clock in the morning in, in 98 and, and, and other years to to watch the Olympics. So I, I definitely understand um, that that side of things. And, and the, the three o'clock hockey is a little bit a little bit rough. But uh, when, when, it, when it, you can have hockey with breakfast. Now that, that that's great. Like there's no complaining on my side for that. Um, that's why I like the world championships when they're in Europe. Um, well, they're almost always in Europe. Yeah, so exactly. Almost Europe, and because because then you get like six a.m. hockey, and it goes all the way until like you know three o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, lately, then TSN... you have dinner break, and then your your <laughs> NHL starts. Yeah, ex- exactly. And lately, um, lately TSN has shown every game of the tournament. So there's nothing like waking up at six a.m. and watching like Hungary against Italy. Uh, that's a tough that's a tough game to watch actually (laughs) yeah just just have it in the background and and, uh if if it could be a food fight it would probably be better like (laughs) if they cooked meals and served italy would probably win but you know yeah i know agarian food is quite well quite good especially if you include the 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 beers yeah no exactly Uh, i'm also i'm also an f1 fan so so you know the you know soccer as well you know those those morning wake-ups uh for with sports is is great uh, it, it's why the Spangler Cup is is popular in, in Canada because people need something to watch before the World Juniors start after Christmas. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> let's face it, on Boxing Day you got you got uh, Norlander playing in there. Yeah, but uh, he's Norlander. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the, and uh, uh, I think the first game is against Slovan. Is it four <laughs> four p.m. our time? I think it was three or four yeah. p.m. our time. Yeah, it, because it, obviously it's I'm going to turkey dinner <laughs> with my mom's or at my mom's if we got the results back. But but yeah, we do, and. Uh, so I might not see his whole full game, but it's going to be against one of my uh, favorite or, or favorite teams. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> one of the teams that where I have a, a friend who's working. So, so it's good to see. And I was like, for the first time, Frenla is going to play Slovan and we're not going to watch it together. <laughs> this is really crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's uh, it, it's funny because there aren't. I could, you know, going back a few years, I remember Yoni Ikenin, uh with his Finnish team played at the Spangler yeah, Cup. Yeah, uh, And then Jake Evans made Team Canada. Zach Fukali made Team Canada um, a, a few years ago. Francis Paré was in that Canada team with Fukali. <laughs> and he said, let's be honest, he said it on my podcast with Francis Paré that uh, uh, Fukali would be an NHL goalie at the end. And yeah, he's there now, right? <laughs> he has a shutout. He has an NHL shutout. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's rare, but... Uh, it, it'll be interesting because you know, obviously, you know, with Norlander, we're not going to talk about the World Juniors in a second. But with, with Norlander, uh, obviously, there was a lot of talk about whether he was going to stay, whether he was going to go, and to have basically one of his first games broadcast in Canada, it's uh, it's a it's a it's a nice opportunity, a kind of weird opportunity because we don't really get that many Falunda games uh, in Canada other than than the CHL, uh, so uh, the champion the Champions Hockey League. So it, it will be interesting to see. Well, the, the, the next matchup in the CHL is going to be one for the ages. For yeah. So it's fine. It's going to be from that rugby. And the winner of that game is going to win the whole tournament. Is it That's an my... SHL final preview in your No, I don't think so. I think actually because was it Becker that went out or was on the other side, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, there, are three, there are three Swedish teams eh, in, in that, uh, that part of the tournament. 
is it is it still three Swedish teams left? I don't know. Well, I, 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 no, maybe 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 yeah, maybe I'm thinking of the eight. That's true. I might be yeah. Thinking, yeah. I, I'm 99% sure that that uh, yeah, it's uh, Tappara versus Red Bull Munich, I think, and Frölunda versus Rugling in the other. So no, no full Swedish final <laughs> because Vecco went out to to what yeah. must have been uh, Tappara uh, Red Bull, right? I, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, so it, it will be definitely interesting, and and the holidays are are a good time to, you know, if you're if you're at home, you're you're isolating, you're you know, you're uh, not wanting to go out. Uh, at least there's lots of hockey uh, on television, and and that brings us to the World Juniors. And the, the, we had f- we had four pre-tournament games on Thursday, and uh, right after Patrick uh, talked about how bad Sweden is, uh, they dominated Austria. But but again, it is Austria. Uh, if they didn't dominate Austria, there'd be bigger problems, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the coach would have been fired already. But <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I remember a few years ago when the tournament was in Montreal, uh, Finland fired their entire coaching staff in the middle of the tournament. Um, yeah. and, and the uh, expert hired... for TV would, would <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they, he was going to be the coach after the World Juniors. Ex- exactly. But... <laughs> yeah, dur- during that tournament, uh, you know, again, sidetrack a little bit. But during that tournament, there was an off day. And I remember going downtown Montreal and the entire Finnish team was waiting at A&W uh, for their food. And uh, I guess that was a pretty good indication of how they <laughs> how seriously they were taking the tournament. If you're, uh, you're shopping and having fast food downtown Montreal, um, maybe it was an indicator of, of issues in that, in that team. But uh, going forward with, with the, um, our, our preview, we talked a lot, a lot about you know, some of the other countries but this is going to be uh, a really a, a top four, and I don't think we disagree here, of, of Canada, U.S., Finland, Russia. Uh, I, I think uh, there'd be, I don't think that there were going to, there might be a surprise. You, you like Slovakia, obviously, you know, Sweden is always, you know, out on the inside, outside looking in there as well. But, but I think those are the four that are, are going to, one of those four is going to win the tournament. And uh, no. Uh, I have I don't have Finland in that group. I'll be honest to say that, and and that's what opens up for, and I don't have Sweden either. <laughs> but <laughs> and that probably what's open up for that surprise, the, whatever team that would be, if that's the Czechs or or the Slovaks or or whatnot. I'm not sure, but but yeah, I I don't think Finland is as strong. I don't I definitely don't think Sweden, as as you heard on the yeah. preview, <laughs> is that strong. Yeah. Uh, I might probably have to to take some uh, heat for that uh, down the line, but but the way things look right now, and uh, I, I don't see either. I mean, if you have, <laughs> I like Oliver Kapanen, but if you have him on your second line center, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure that's a very good team to 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 try to challenge for for the title. Yeah, so I, I mean, you can say the same thing even about the Americans. Um, you know, I I don't. I mean, obviously they played a very good game on on Thursday. Where, where Finland took advantage of a five-minute penalty in the last couple minutes of that game to score essentially three power play goals, uh, two to tie it, and then one in overtime. But at, at the same time, you know, that, that's what the tournament is, power plays. But uh, I, I think the Americans are probably a little weaker as well. And, I mean, there's, there, even, even Canada has some issues. You know, Russia, we, we saw them play on, on Thursday. I, I, those are probably going to be the top two teams, but... I, 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 you know, whenever you talk about the world juniors, I feel like there's always like a surprise. So I, I know that people are probably expecting Canada, Russia all the way to the final, but 
I I don't think it's that straightforward. I really don't. That there will be a surprise, but it would also be a very big surprise if those two teams doesn't meet up yeah. in the final. Uh, let, let's be, but the question is, I, I I think the the bronze medal is probably the one that will be surprising. And yeah, yeah, as I mentioned before, I, and, and I <laughs> I do think Slovakia is there. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't be the first time. Um, you know, Slovakia has a lot of talent. They've they've won bronze before. They've surprised. And and that, there, was, there was some uh, there was some guy scoring a hat trick in in Bell Center when they won last time. Right? Yeah, I forget. Yeah, uh, Martin something. I, I forget yeah. his name. Yeah, you know, I, I heard he was a better prospect. Ah, it's it's a shame to say. He's. I'm glad yeah. he's hearing he's back to playing hockey. But uh, I remember that that was actually dragged me into ice on the price. If you're going to talk talk remembering old times <laughs> here, because everyone was saying that Rewi was a better prospect than Lekon, and uh, I said no. <laughs> <laughs> and and then suddenly I was a writer price on the price. So so here we are a couple of years later. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it, it's one of those things where we, we'll never know, you know, how good he could have been. Um so, you know, obviously the health issues and you know, he did he did come to North America. He played for Laval for a little bit. Um but uh yeah, I, I think, you know, he he's he's the one guy where you're like, "Oh man, I, I wish I wish we knew what would have happened." Because that tournament um might you know we've we've seen players you know kind of dominate a tournament and lead their team um you know tim stutzel uh with germany and and obviously Stutzle, uh, yeah sorry um <laughs> <laughs> um with, with germany you know we've seen him dominate the tournament and 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 play very well and and really lead that team into somewhere where they might have not been otherwise and you know we've seen it with goaltenders and you know you know, th- that, that team was, was Martin Rivai and, and Dennis Godla. Um, and, but I also uh, think that when we speak about world juniors and, and it's important to remember this as much as we want it to be an indication of, you know, oh, stardom in yeah. the NHL, they're playing against their own peers. Yeah. And, and, and for their country. When you take, and yeah. For their country. But it's also that when you go to the NHL, you're suddenly playing against the best players over a 10 year span <laughs> or, or, yeah, or yeah. even longer when they're, you know, a Sednochara in there or Ovechkin <laughs> and, <laughs> and Crosby will probably play for quite a bit as well. But, and Lidstrom was in his forties when he re- or 39 when he retired. Right. So, yeah. so I mean, like you, you, you have these players that, you know, it's almost a age difference of, yeah, let's say 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. And, and here they're, age gap is maximum three years so it's easier <laughs> yeah. to stand out and it might be you know a late bloomer might have actually bigger impact in nhl down the line yeah absolutely and you know i mean you know you can look at i remember you know in the 90s when when canada was was winning in the early 2000s when canada was winning every year you, you kind of half expected everybody on those teams to be an nhl star and that's really not the way, the way it goes um you know i mean you know th- there's it's it's not really an indicator of of where you are and there's a lot of players who have never played in the world juniors either because they got cut or they bloomed after they turned 20 <laughs> because you have to remember that, that once you turn 20 you're too old for the tournament so yeah. yeah it's not i mean you could just look at montreal i mean ryan paling was the mvp of this tournament well, uh, a few years ago you, so, you know romanov should have been yeah i mean yeah I, I, Ryan Paling had like one good game in that. I mean, he, he played well, but but I mean, he, the, the real story was that one game against Sweden, right? Yeah. Where where he kind but, of but Romanov should have won it. It was just that yes. you don't give it yeah. to Russian because it was held in North America. 
Oh, the, the media votes on this. The yeah. media votes on this. Uh, and yeah. and if I, I get a vote this year, Canada, actually. I get a yeah, vote this if, year. If, 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 there are going to be more people from Canada voting than from the rest of Europe, or from the whole of Europe. Yeah, but I... Yeah, exactly. Felix American, though. American. But yeah, I mean, didn't... didn't uh, yeah, I, Lucas Raymond won it last year, didn't he? I actually I don't even know. I don't even no. know who won. I don't even know who the MVP of last year's tournament was. Um, to be honest, probably a Canadian. It's always a Canadian. Um, probably Lafreniere, actually. No, he wouldn't. He wasn't playing last year. I don't know. Well, All the, let, if we, if I we don't remember last year, year's tournament. To be honest, if we look at this year because we we now spent about fifteen minutes talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's talk about happened. this year's tournament. But, but um, if we look at this year, we have two groups, and, and let's face it, it's going to be um, Canada, Finland, Germany. Czechia, oh, I'm going to learn, and Austria in one group. And out of those teams, there are two teams that are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there are two teams that are terrible, and it's Germany and Austria. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and one of these teams is going to be super happy because they beat the other team. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we talk about, we talk about like the, the, I don't know, I don't schedule in front of me, but we talk about like the New Year's Eve game is like the big game for, you know, that's the game where Canada and, uh, you know, Canada usually plays the, the best team in the group and they're playing Finland this year, which is exactly what happens. And New Year's Eve is Germany, Austria. And that is like the gold medal game for those two teams. Let's be honest. Yeah. Because if you avoid that relegation game, uh, the series against Switzerland, which is probably who's going to come out of the other group, um, that that's really the, the game that, that they're going to circle. And, you know, I, I would, wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, played their backup goaltender leading up to that game because that's the game they have to win. You only have to win one game. If you're German, and, you're and also you, 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 they out of those two teams, they only need to win one game. And yeah. and what you can say is that they have to win two out of four, whereas Switzerland has to win one, two out of three. <laughs> yeah, yeah <exactly. laughs> so, so so it's a little bit, you know. Yeah, uh, it's funny because whenever you get to the lower part of the schedule, uh, uh, sorry, lower part of the the standings, there's always one group that has you know, that one team like Switzerland this year. And, and then the other group has like Germany and Austria, where it's like, okay, that game is going to mean something. Um, because yeah, I mean, I remember when the tournament was, we talked about that Finland team that, that, you know, fired our coach mid tournament, they had to play Latvia in the relegation round. And if you're Latvia, you're like oh, anybody but Finland, because they're not going to get, releg- we're not going to beat them two out of three. Uh, and so I feel like, uh, you know, Switzerland's like, okay, as long as we, you know, beat that, you know, they're, they're going to be focusing on, on those games at the end because, yeah, you know, they, they need more than one win to get out of that group. And uh, I don't think Switzerland's going to make the quarterfinal. Sorry to any Swiss listeners. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And, and uh, it, it's a shame if you look at, you know, players that could have been part of, of, of both Switzerland, Swiss, the Swiss team and the German team, because yeah. it's it's unfortunate. And, and in this case, it is unfortunate for 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 these teams, I mean, like, I usually complain that it's unfortunate that certain Swedish players can't be part of it for, for different <laughs> reasons. But but Sweden has a decent team anyway. So it, it, for for yeah. Sweden, it means, like, are we finishing third or fourth, more or less, <laughs> or better. Yeah. Whereas for these teams, it means a year in, in the group below, which yeah. <laughs> in this year was... Kazakhstan, Latvia, Belarus, Norway, Denmark, and Hungary. And I think, if I don't, if I remember correctly, that Belarus won it. I'm yeah, not sure, so. but I think so. Yeah. But but really, it's it's it's. I'm sorry to all my friends in in all these countries. It's not a very sexy group. 
<laughs> no, no, and that's the whole thing. I mean, I mean, Austria really, if last year was a regular tournament, would have been relegated, right? Yeah. So, and it, it's it's tough for those two because in a, in an age tournament, right? Austria gets promoted because they have Marco Rossi and 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 guys like that. Then the next year, I mean, Rossi played last year, but but also he was dealing with health issues, right, from COVID. Um, and yeah, he wasn't that, part of it, right? Yeah, Did- uh, he played last year. I believe. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't perform very well. I mean, he was, um, that was one of the storylines is that he was playing, but wasn't really near, nowhere near the play, you know, the way he can play. And so uh, essentially what happens is that then, you know, they, they get relegated. Then you have to hope for another golden generation. Denmark is a pretty good example of that too, right? Where, you know, they managed to stay up a few years after the, the Nikolai Ehlers and, and, you know, Mad Zeller and and that group of players, Uh, they managed to stay up a few years. But then, you know, now they have to fight to get back up. And it's uh, it's tough because I think that most people would agree that there's like a, a group of eight. And you can kind of pro- probably put Switzerland in that group of eight main main countries. And then you have, you know, a bunch of a bunch of countries. That are I, 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 because Switzerland is also depending on that golden generation, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Uh, especially with their. As, as Thomas Ross said on, on on the podcast that he was part of with looking at the Austrian uh, the Swiss team, I'm looking at the Austrian team here in front of me. That's why I said the mistake. <laughs> but but you, you their development system hasn't really kicked off. Mm-hmm. It's struggling at the moment, and and that means that they are looking for that yeah. r- like golden generation. And part of this is. Either the Swiss players goes to North America because they don't want to stay in a school in Switzerland. Because focus in Switzerland is always going to be get a job, pay back to society. Then you can become a, after you've gotten like an education for a job, mm-hmm. then you can, you can play hockey on the, if you want. So, so they're late bloomers. They have to finish up the, the school system, uh, at least out of high school. And I think, I think it's out of high school at least. Mm-hmm. And and then they can start focusing on something else. They, they, it's called a trade school, which is the like <laughs> yeah. you're going in and, and learning a trade. Yeah, no, for sure, and it it definitely is a um, a tough thing, you know, because you like you mentioned, you know, these if if these countries miss their stars and don't have their stars, and we talked about it on the Sweden pod about Leon, Leon Dreisaitl who Edmonton kind of kept away from Team Germany. I mean, that's, you talk about Martin Revi and, and taking over a tournament. Leon Dreisaitl is a guy who could have taken over a tournament um, for Germany. And, and, last year. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. I mean, I mean, they, they played last year, right? Uh, Stutz, yeah. Stutzler played. Um, was it two years? No, two years ago they played. Stutzler played and last yes. year was uh, was Cider. So, but, yes, but both yeah, of them exactly. can take over. But yeah, if you look yeah. at, but if you look at the Austrian team, it's, it's not really a golden generation. There's a lot of 22s in there, like and yeah. a lot of 23s. That's why they're there. There's yeah. there's even a lot of of, of uh, uh, force. Yeah, some force in there. But but I mean, um, I have Marco Casper somewhere in the 10-15 bracket for 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 the draft this year. Mm-hmm. I think he will be there. He's going to be their leading center and and. Essentially, that's what I know about the Austrian team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just wrote their preview. So, I, I yeah, I mean, Casper K- is definitely someone who's, who's stuck out. I mean, you mentioned Rogla. I mean, he, he plays for them, right? So, yeah, um, it, it he's definitely between is... the teams. Like, he's, he's playing some teams with the A team and some teams with yeah. the under 20s. So, yeah, he's definitely there. 
yeah so uh, I mean, just, just just uh being in that group is is uh is is notable for a team like austria and yeah. and yeah but i mean they're gonna rely on they have a couple of very of interesting prospects luca Auer is, is somebody who stuck out to me um he's like the the fourth leading scorer in the alps hl uh so you know the players ahead of them are like 28 into mm-hmm. 31 so you know it's it's definitely there, there's there's some talent there but i mean you, you look at them against the other teams and it's not even a contest but let, let, let's go into those other teams um but, but, but then you have to yeah and if you look at if, if we start with those three teams that really it's also like mm-hmm. um austria germany switzerland it's also like rivalry games all three yeah between, absolutely. Like, absolutely like all all three speak quite a bit of Ger- german in, in all three countries <laughs> i'm sorry switzerland i know there are four countries in, in uh, four languages in your country but, but you know german is one of them yeah. uh, uh and and you know it's going to mean a lot and and obviously with the fact that playing another year in in this because obviously the incentive to play in in a in a tournament like this you're going to get better sponsorship you're going to get more mm-hmm. which helps your development further down the line yeah exactly i mean you know the 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 notoriety that you can get from put, you know, getting notoriety in your under 20 group. Um, that's just, it's a positive and, thing. And, 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 and let's be honest, Slovakia has been one of those teams mm-hmm. that has, you know, yeah. moved up because of, of splitting from Czech Republic yeah. or, or Czechia. So, so, but they're there now. And, and I would yeah. say they belong more to, to this seven group, uh, mm-hmm. seven team group, but then, then what, what, uh, Switzerland does. Switzerland belongs yeah. more to the, the, the to the others than they're closer to. Yeah, Slovakia they're they're right closer now. they're closer to the top than they are to the bottom. Definitely. Yeah. And and you know, you mentioned you know, the the issues that these countries have with the, with development in their domestic leagues. I mean, if you get a couple of players who are kind of in that middle tier, because obviously the everyone knows in terms of who the top players are, right? Like if you're a top ten prospect, doesn't matter where you come from, you're you're going to be known. But if you can get the, that middle round, middle middle round prospects, and get the attention of teams in Canada or teams in in other in in continental Europe, and and get the attention of them to get contracts and get development opportunities there, that that's something that can rise, you know, raise raise the profile um, of of some of the players on the team as well. Because you know the, the import draft, the CHL, I mean, they, they always go after guys who. Uh, perform well at the tournament. I mean, uh, Austrian's goaltender Sebastian Vonisitz uh, is a good example of that, right? He, he played well in last year's tournament and uh, played some games in the WHL this year. Not very well, um, <laughs> with a goals against average over ten and a save percentage under eight hundred. But you know, it gets it gets him the opportunity to play uh, in a better in a better development league. And so it, it's there's a lot to play for for these countries besides just staying up in in the group. Um, but Moving on to to the top end, and you know, I, I think that we agree that that in the in Group A, it's going to be Canada. Um, we disagree with how close Finland's going to be, but they they should beat Czechia, they should beat Germany and Austria. Um, so they're probably going to be a solid number two in that group, um, followed by Czechia, Germany, Austria. The other group is where it gets a little bit interesting, because you know I, I don't think a team. We can be in a situation in, in Group B with USA, Russia, and Sweden, where all of those teams beat each other, and and they end Didn't up at three and one. Like last year, yeah, exactly, exactly like last year, I believe, uh, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, it, it can be 
And and the, the, the key is in that group is that you want to avoid, you know, maybe you definitely want to avoid Canada, which you probably will because they'll probably win the group. But if you don't want to play Finland, I mean, you know, if it comes down to Finland or Czechia, I think a lot of teams would rather play Czechia than, than Finland. And that's where, you know, that, that finishing second or, or first or third uh, comes into play in, the, in that uh, in that tournament. But I, I think it's going to be very, very close. I, I can easily see three teams from the B group being semifinalists. Yeah, definitely. The, 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 then which these three teams are, that's another story. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I can definitely see US, Russia, Sweden, or Slovakia being part of a three three team strong uh representation in the semi-final for, for, from group b um and i think it's unfortunate when the groups are that uneven i i, I really do yeah and that, that's the tough thing right because it's based on the standings from the year before right and and any basically you know if finland was really good this year we we it'd be a different conversation, right? Because yeah, you know it, it's it, it's it's kind of cyclical in that nature, right? Because sometimes you know on the other end, sometimes Russia is not very good, right? And and they get beat or, or you know Sweden, you know when you know. let's be honest, from from two years ago or three years ago when first Romanov year that was three years ago, mm-hmm. uh, until forever Russia is going to be very good. <laughs> yes yeah i mean they're, they're no but, never... but ser- seriously yeah. because the, their development program has kicked off and and they're taking a look on what works in all other countries and some of the club teams ska uh locomotive etc uh, there's one more uh track not tractor yeah i forgot the other one but but there are three teams that are really really good at developing players and giving them a chance in the k very early yeah and when you do that you're going to reap in the rewards in the under 20 tournaments. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that, that's kind of the secret behind Sweden's success and, and even Finland to a certain degree, because a lot of Finnish players play in that top division, even under, you know, in, the, in their draft years, even. Um, and, and Sweden is, is maybe not in their draft years, but definitely world junior. They, they play in the SHL. And it, it's, it's definitely something that you're starting to see. And, and Russia, Russia's always been kind of slow. <laughs> to to play their young players at the KHL level, um, but but I think it's changing, and um, they do have a seventeen year old that's kind of forcing the issue a little bit. Uh, with <laughs> yeah, well, well, he is, but he's also signed until was it twenty five? Yeah, he has a six year contract. He has a six yeah. year contract. Yes, yeah, so. and, and I think that is the good. I think Russia has realized that if you keep not playing them in order for for them not to be seen by NHL teams or, or etc. or or being now they realize if you play them and give them long contracts, you're going to keep them longer. And not only that, but I, I think that if you play them and sign them to contracts, then you can justify asking for more money, yeah. right? Like if you're not playing guys and they're not being drafted higher up because of it. And I think, I think Alexander Romanov is, is a good example of that, right? Because if he was playing more, he, he probably would have been drafted higher than where the Canadians drafted him. And then you invest more into that draft pick, you're more willing to, to kind of pay to, to bring them over. And obviously the NHL teams can't pay the Russian teams directly, but when it comes time to negotiate uh, a transfer agreement and things like that, uh, you know, I, I can guarantee you that this is going to become an issue in about 18 months, right? Like, cause if you take a guy first overall, you're going to want him over, 
and Russia's going to be like, no. And and I think that... But, but on the other hand, you can also say, look at, what was it, Panarin and... Uh, Kaprizov? Uh, Kaprizov. <laughs> You're going to get a player that goes straight in and plays 20 minutes a night. Yeah. But I mean, you could argue yeah. that, that, that Mitchkov can do that right away, right? Like, you know, in... in... Nah. You don't think so? What? I mean, maybe maybe, maybe for the Canadians, but they won't get the chance because they screw up every 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 development. <laughs> well, they don't have to develop them. They just kind of put them in the lineup, and that's it, right? It's like the Oilers, right? The Oilers couldn't but, but, screw up McDavid. They just put him in. No, the lineup. but they did screw. I mean, like it took them five years to get Puliyarvi, and now he's really good, right? Yeah, but, but but you know, it's a different 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 kind of level of prospect, right? We're, we're talking, you know, it's a kind of difference between uh, McDavid and Kanyemi, right? It, it, I mean, like the thing is. And, and, and we're going off tangent again. So, guys, <laughs> it's it's good that you have a long day tomorrow to listen yeah, to this. No one's working now anyway. Or if they are working, they want to listen to us anyway. Yeah. So that's fine. But 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 let's face it. Uh, what Russia is doing is saying we want fair compensation. And I've oh, mentioned this before. You know, you sign up, you, you draft a player, uh, and you have a kind of a socialist system. <laughs> <laughs> because the the worst team is going to get the first overall or or a top prospect anyway, uh, in order to make it better so everyone can compete at the same level, and then you don't want to pay for it. And I mean, like, let's you. I read on on Twitter that uh, no country has improved more dramatically on the FIFA rankings than uh, than Canada this year. They rose in forty spots and blah 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 blah. Yeah. All right. But you know, I know you're going is, with this. I know you're yeah, going with this. Premier League is going to take your star for about a hundred thousand dollars and say, "Yeah, the, the f word and up yours, yeah, more or less." And yeah, you have no, to, I yeah. mean, let, let's face it. Byron Byron Munich paid for Alfonso Davies, right? If we're gonna mm-hmm. if we're gonna use uh, an example of of the reverse of this, that that's it right there, right? Like it, it you know, uh, I, you know, Davies came up through uh, through MLS with with Vancouver, I believe. Um, and yeah, you know, if the top teams in Europe want you, they're going to pay for you. And, 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 and the, then the teams are going to, you know, they have their scouts on and they're going to bid each, over each other. Absolutely. Yeah, Jonathan, David, can say, Jonathan David in, in, in Lille, in, in the French league yeah. as well, if you're talking about Canadian. I mean, um, what was it? It's, uh, it used to be that, uh, you know, Peter Crouch was one of the top, uh, had costed more money than more other footballers combined because he had changed teams so many times and obviously being british you know it's 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 no it's yeah no it's what really should happen and i'm saying this as a it's a as a i say i that would throw out the draft but the more i mean like the draft works if you have baseball which is you know it's japan and the caribbean and u.s right yeah basketball exactly. it would it, it work sort of because a lot goes through college anyway mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, American football works because that's only played in America. <laughs> well, <laughs> basketball is a good example, actually, because I mean, ba- baseball—the the only players eligible, eligible for draft are North Americans, right? So, yep. so um, international players you have to sign them and pay them, right? Um, whereas basketball, you you have the main feeder system is the NCAA high school in 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 the uh, in the U.S. and and I, not only really Canada in the U.S. Uh, the NCAA and high school. Uh, not, not so much high school now, but it used to be, obviously. Uh, but they do draft Europeans, but those Europeans have contracts and they have to wait for those contracts to expire. And it's it's built in. That's how it works, right? Yeah. And and when it comes to hockey, it's it's um, 
it's a little bit different right? because people expect them to come over. Um, maybe not the teams themselves, but, but the fans definitely do. And then when they do go back in a case like Matthias Norlander, um, who has they, a two-year contract or a three-year contract? Exactly. Two years after come this back. season, he's going to come back. It's 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 easy as pie. Come on. <laughs> and you know, then, then you talk about you know Frederick Dishow, and everyone just wants to know what his contract status is. <laughs> what what is his co- contract status, Patrick? Well, he's a, he's on a one-year contract. He goes out. He's <laughs> if you listen to my interview with him, which is on this channel, he says. He's discussing with the Canadians what's best for him, the SHL or the AHL next year. <laughs> exactly. He's actually so, saying it straight <laughs> out. <laughs> exactly. So I think that, yeah, I definitely think that I understand the European teams, especially Russia's um, predicament um, and their the objection. The fact is also like when we go through this, you sign the first overall pick uh, for, for next to nothing, 250K <laughs> US. Yeah. And then the second after you signed him, you can trade him for, you know, more or less any player you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's not fair compensation then. So, so it all comes down to that. But let's, no, I, let's, I let's move I, I on. And, and, and the, the player we're talking about is obviously Matvey Michkov, yeah. who's going to be a, a, a real gem. And in 2000, autumn 2025, when he comes over to any team that is lucky to draft him, they're going to have a superstar in the making. <laughs> let's 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 leave that. Let's leave it at that. And, because and it's, it's going of, to be. I, I do want to talk about him a little bit because it's, it's kind of rare that we have this um, superstar outside of North America who is eligible for the draft in two years who's expected to be a superstar in this tournament, right? Like you see it in Canada. I mean, Sidney Crosby did it. Connor McKinsey, it was only me putting him as, as, <laughs> no, as no, but I, I think, I, I think, you know, he scored two goals against Canada in the pre-tournament game. I mean, he's going to be, he could be Russia's leading scorer in this tournament. He's going and, to be a Russia's leading scorer in this yeah, tournament. <laughs> no, exactly. So I, I think it, it's rare because you, you, we see it with um, Austin Matthews, right. As an example, um, you know, Jack Eichel, they all dominated their draft year tournaments. Um, Patrick Liney, Forsberg. Uh, the, yeah, Forsberg, exactly. We're, we're used to seeing this though, mostly North America, right? You look at Connor Bedard and Shane Wright and uh, Alexi Lafreniere and Connor McDavid. You're right, you go down the list, and it, it's I don't remember the last time, I guess Ovechkin would have been the last time, yeah, there was a, a Russian who was draft eligible who was going to be the, 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 the star to watch in this tournament. And the crazy thing is, he's going to be the star to watch in next year's tournament. As, as and the well, year right? after that. Well, yeah, yeah, it's true because he's not going to be in North America. So, yeah, exactly. He's going to be in there for the next year also. So, I mean, like, and, and you know, he broke Ovechkin's record for being the youngest player on the Russia team through history. Yeah. And uh, Ovechkin sent him a good congratulations on Instagram. Fantastic, <laughs> really. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, I love Mitchkov. <laughs> I really do. I wish we had had... Uh, Jillian Cameron on to to uh, to speak about him because but she's obviously just moved to Sky and we'll see him live for for the next two years I think. So well, you know, um, if if all goes wrong, Patrick, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be talking a lot about Mitchkov, right? If all goes yeah. uh, wrong for the Montreal Canadiens, um, maybe maybe we're talking about him in uh, in the future as well. But the question is, if he does if he does have or, or as I think if, when he has this great tournament. Uh, and Bedard might not. 
you might pick Bedard first overall anyway, because you will get him for earlier. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that that's that's definitely an issue that teams will have to look at. I, I mean, you know, look at look at how long and, and you know the trouble that. I mean, obviously, he wasn't drafted as high up, but but Kirill Kaprizov is, is a pretty good example of. He of probably fell because he wasn't. Yeah. He yeah, was Russian, exactly. and they knew this, the the problems. Yeah, it, it, exactly. So I mean, it, it's definitely going to be an issue, and we don't know which team is going to be in position to make that pick. But I, I think that it's something that you know, even looking at the twenty twenty draft, and you know, or even the last couple of drafts, you did you knew that the Europeans weren't going to necessarily come over. I mean, Lucas Raymond is a good example of that, right? Uh, he wasn't able to go the first year that he was drafted because the you know, the, the European season were basically starting when the draft was being held. Um, and, and the deadline, obviously there's, there's contract deadlines and things like that as well that, that have to be in place. So I, I think that it's definitely a factor. And I think you could argue that Raymond probably dropped in the draft a little bit because of it um, in, in 2020. So it, it's definitely, I think actually what, what made him drop was partly getting, um, he got ill too, right? Uh, yeah. He got ill yeah. and it wasn't COVID. It's the, uh, mononucleosis right yeah, exactly and I remember, uh, I remember you're talking about that as well yeah and then obviously uh, it, it it coincided with Frelunda having a really bad year <laughs> <laughs> so so what happened was that he was supposed to take over from Ryan Lash on the power play and he couldn't really do that and he didn't get enough time and you know it struggled and and you are so used to seeing these kind of players that go early, come into the SHL and, and dominate, and he yeah. didn't. So mm-hmm. I think that was more the fact that he, yeah, absolutely, because you could uh, was it Holtz that went the same year, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And and uh, he was picked a little bit earlier than he probably should have been. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah, I remember he he was drafted. I think I want to say eighth by New Seven. Jersey. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but seventh, uh, I think. Yeah, it, it, exactly. So. Yeah, it, there's always these factors, and, and that's something that has to that comes into play, uh, absolutely. And, and when it comes to um, to the draft, and, and it's definitely look, we're going to be talking about it in a year from now, 100. percent Yeah, um, it, it's not going to go away. But looking at the, um, we'll go to the Americans now, and they don't have that the top look. Look, their, their team last year. I mean, you just took, look at the, the players they lost from a year ago. Trevor Zegers, Cole Caulfield, uh, Arthur Kaliev, Alex Turcotte, uh, Spencer Knight. Uh, I, I know I'm for, probably forgetting some that are, um, are are big names as well. I mean, they they lost a whole lot of talent, and and we're talking about that generation. And I know that um, a lot has been said about that that you development program and that team um, from the 2019 draft, but that generation is now too old for this tournament. And now you have to look at the next generation. And, you know, they still have good players. Uh, Matty Beniers, Brett Berard uh, are going to lead Luke that team offensively. Hughes. Yeah, Luke Hughes. Exactly. They, they still have a lot of talent. There's going to be a Hughes on the American team for, for the next, you know, 20 years, I feel like. Uh, I don't know if – I think, I think there's still one more Hughes brother who is younger still. Um, I think that there's a fourth, if I'm not mistaken, uh, as well. So, yeah, but well, – New Zealand had three – 
brothers playing the same <laughs> national team game for their rugby team, which, you know, is <laughs> the, the best team in the world when it comes to sports. <laughs> that's, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That, that I think the some... father said, I hope one would be an all black and somewhere I have three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But uh, yeah, when, when it comes down to, to the Americans, they do have, some draft eligible players, Dylan Silverstein, who is expected to be the backup to Drew Comesso in goal. And uh, the other one is uh, Logan Cooley. Cooley and yeah. James, right? Yeah, J- James is not a first-year draft eligible. He, yeah. he is draft eligible, but he's not first-year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cooley is, is another one who's um, going to be one to watch. Uh, we, 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 didn't, we skipped over Finland's uh, draft eligible, but we'll get to that in a, in a second. But yeah, this U.S. team is going to be very interesting to watch, and they they're they're not as high end talent, but that defense. I mean, Jake Sanderson is a top five pick. Luke Hughes, top five pick. Uh, they have Scott Morrow, who is a um, who is a early second round pick. Uh, Brock Faber, who is one of the the top scoring defenders in last year's tournament. So it's definitely going to be a, a good. A good group of of Americans, and they don't have other than than Beniers, Matty Beniers. They don't have that like superstar, but the group effort might be enough to to get them through, um, and and back on the podium. Because look, they no one they were kind of the favorite to win gold last year, but Kia's Canada was playing so well. I don't know if anybody expected them to do it, um, but that that gold medal game, they were dominant, and like I said, a lot of talent lost from that team. But the Americans are going to keep coming. A year after year, yeah, um, but I, I still see them a little bit as as up and down. They don't have the consistency that maybe Canada has and that Russia will have in a couple of years. But yeah. but they're getting there, and and uh, it's it's good to see hockey grow, especially yeah. you know in 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 a country like US. It's good for the business, obviously, but but uh, might not be as good for the Canadian teams when it comes to winning Stanley <laughs> Cup. But <laughs> well, I mean, but, they, but, they, they win the Stanley Cup with Canadian players, right? So yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I think uh, I think I'm, I'm as I said, it's it's the three teams from from Group B, and depending on how you rank, Sweden and Slovakia, it, it comes down to that. But US should be a semi-final team. Russia should be a semi-final team, uh, and then Canada would be one, and then it's a toss-up between maybe three teams there. Yeah. yeah I, I think, I think we'd both be surprised if the podium is not Canada, Russia, U S in some order. And, and I know I have that Slovakia as bronze medalist. Yeah, Come on. No, I, I, I said, <laughs> but that would be a surprise. Maybe not. I mean, you could expect it, but it'd still be a surprise. It'd be an upset. Yeah. Let's put it that way. It'll it'd be an be upset. Yeah. It'd yeah. be an upset if the, the podium is in Canada, Russia, U S. But in this some is order. probably the best year for an upset uh, that has been mm-hmm. recently. Yes, and I, I think a major part of that is because uh, the U.S. isn't as strong as they have been. Sweden isn't as strong as they have been. Finland isn't as strong as they have yeah, been. Exactly. So, so that, that, of, that middle some, tier, like, that middle tier, Czech is Republic and Slovakia has has come closer. Yeah, yeah. The quarterfinals are going to be really good this year. Usually, the quarterfinals are not very good, um, but I, I think the quarterfinals are going to be are, are going to be very very fun to watch this year. Excuse me. Except for maybe the the winner of Group B uh, and the, the fourth in Group A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, you're looking at U.S. Russia against 
You said Germany or Austria, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, you can skip that one. Okay. Um, yeah, the winner of Group B against the fourth of Group A. Yeah, you could you could probably skip that one. Um, don't don't tell TSN I'm saying that, but uh, yeah. Um, you know, if if you're if you're if you have a lot of money to to bet on that game, I, I that's a pretty good bet. Uh, you won't win a lot of money, but maybe some. Uh, more go on the handicap. That's what you would do. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, maybe the spread is a 3.5 or 4.5, you know, then you can make some money off of that. But uh, yeah, I think that that's, that's where we're going. Uh, what are the players to watch in, in your mind, uh, Patrick? We, we mentioned some of them already, but what, who are the players you're looking at? In, uh, you mean in general for the whole tournament? Yeah. 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 Um, I mentioned Casper already for, for the Austrian team. I think, I think he is a guy to watch actually. But when, when it comes, I picked, uh, I picked Mechko, uh, obviously. <laughs> we also spoken about him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think a lot should be said about uh, uh, Perfetti in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the dynamic duo of Holson Eklund, who has been uh, uh, going through the ranks in Sweden together in the same in Jugoden, same team. So uh, I always find it amusing when you speak about the national team program in the U.S. And you go like, <laughs> "Yeah, but we have like fourteen teams that has." really good if we put all the sweets together it would probably come you know quite close <laughs> to, to a similar team right um edmund so is, is probably you know the defender to watch I, i'll be able to say that uh topi nemelai is from finland a great offensive defenseman last year uh didn't get enough credit for his his, his under 20s last year but he will be one of the guys best watch. defender didn't he yeah, but he's still no yeah. one really speaks about him. That's what no, I'm saying. No, like, yeah, for sure. And he's, he's a Maple Leafs prospect too, so it's very rare yeah. that yeah. Um, a Maple Leafs prospect goes under the radar. Yeah, and it was taken in third round or something like that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But but I mean, like everyone speaks about Edvinson, Power, Sanderson, and and then you go like, okay, yeah, Niemela as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so so that's that's uh, Gula will obviously be one of the guys to watch. I will watch Nemich. Uh, yes. As well, when it comes to them, uh, defensemen. Uh, then in 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 Slovakia, there is, I'm I'm gonna I'm sorry, all my Slovak friends, <laughs> all my Slovak friends. I'm really really sorry. I'm terrible sorry. I'm gonna try to pronounce the names now. <laughs> <laughs> Nemets. I, I got corrected on that one. So Nemets. It's not Nemets. <laughs> Nemets with the TS on 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 there. Bekar, I think is is one of, of the guys to watch as well. Uh, Latskowski was, was, you know, he was a goalie last year, outstanding. Uh, who was it? Was it, uh, I think Strabak made the team, so that would be interesting to see. I'm not sure. Uh, if he did, the cuts were earlier today, and I, I do, do we have them available somewhere, Jared? Uh, I yes. know I put them in the chat. You, yeah, you posted in it. Um, let me see here. Where is it? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? I know Dvorsky made the team, and that is going to be one of the guys in Slovakia to watch as well. He's he's a 16-year-old. <laughs> we speak about these 16-year-olds, <laughs> which is crazy, you know? Like, like, but yeah, if Strabak made the team, he's 16 as well. Yes, um, he, did, he did make the team. He did make the team. Yeah. So so those two guys are are definitely to watch. And and obviously. You know, Slavkovsky is 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 in this year's draft, and he's a top prospect in in this year's draft. So yeah. you want to watch him as well. Uh, I don't know, Petrovsky might be a <laughs> mid rounder, but but you know, like, yeah, I, I think 
in in just watch the Slovak team. Come on, do it. They have two they they have two uh two thousand five foreign players on, on Slovakia, yeah. which is which is crazy. Um yeah, it, they're they're gonna be a fun team to watch. Um there's also and, and um, don't don't bet on the games. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but but watch them, have a bowl of crisps or popcorn or or whatnot in front of you and, and just watch them and enjoy the, like because that, that's gonna be like kid hockey fun hockey and yeah. it can go either way <laughs> and then obviously you know um they, they, they're gonna play try to play a controlling game i'm not sure they can but but they're gonna try and, and it would be interesting to see there's obviously i think it's only three players that are drafted on on so far on the team so yeah. there are a lot of overagers as well that you know with the, with a decent tournament can actually be one of those players like Vedemo and Norlinder that gets picked yeah. in a, in a mid round for because they're overagers. So soon, you know, we don't know what's going on, but but yeah, especially especially given the last two drafts, right? There's so yeah. much uncertainty anyway that these guys are gonna fall through the cracks. I mean, it's just it's just part of the part of the game. I mean, Canada's third goalie, Brett Rochu, is is undrafted as well, um, yeah. and you know, it, it, look throughout the teams, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of players who are. Uh, undrafted uh, i'm gonna add uh, a defenseman to to your list from the czech uh, from sorry czechia uh, and that's david yurichek uh, yeah. who is a draft is, 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 um, is one of the top names as well for the draft yeah. so just look at that uh especially if, you're, especially if you're a canadians fan listening to this yeah. uh, i mean <laughs> that's draft is what we have to look forward to um so i mean and and the funny the fun part is that there's tons of i mean there's uh, most of the top 10 I would say top 15 even are in this tournament this year, which is, which is rare. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, you, you're going to see uh, just off the top of my head. I, I think at least four or five of the top 10 uh, we just mentioned, <laughs> if not more. Yeah. So, and and two, two of them are top two for next year's draft as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, hopefully and not, and not hopefully the Canadians aren't in the mix there, but I mean, uh, I, I mean, I hope they are at the draft. But I don't know if I want to sit through another 82 games of them being in the top two picks. Or just succeeding in trading, you know, like yeah, Arizona just, just tra- did tra- this year. Yeah, tra- trade, trade for Arizona's don't, 2020. Don't draft protect it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, if they win the lottery this year, flip it for next year um, and, and hope that you get the lottery lot odds on your favor. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, you mentioned um, Cole Perfetti. I, I think, you know, Kent Johnson, Mason McTavish are two guys that, you know, obviously played very well against Russia uh, in the pre-tournament game. I think they're going to be ones to watch. Uh, Xavier Brogo um, had a chance on the top line um, with with Shane Wright and Cole Perfetti. Uh, I don't know if he's going to stick there. Um, we mentioned Mitch Kov a lot, but Connor Bedard is. I mean, I don't know if Canada is going to play him, but they should because he's. You know, just to be mentioned in the same breath as Mitch Kov means that you're a good player. And and uh, I I think Mitchkov is ahead uh, of Bedard, right? But I think that you know it's like kind of talking about Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel, right? Like Connor McDavid was clear number one, but Jack Eichel is still a good player. <laughs> so uh, to be uh, yeah, a, I, I think it's more like uh, they, they weren't in the same draft, right? Yeah, they were McDavid and Eichel yeah. No, I'm thinking Ovechkin and Crosby, or were they? No, they weren't. It was it was Crosby Malkin. Yeah, because um, I think it's yeah. this is more like. Uh, make uh, sorry, not Crosby. No, it was Ovechkin Malkin. We're in the same draft. Yeah, um, but I'm thinking this is more like 
uh, Crosby and, and Ovechkin. You're going to get a, a sniper if you go for Mitch Gob, and you're going to get a, a center, very yeah. good player with Bedard, you know? So it's... Man, it's... Just, 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 just saying that, oh yeah, <laughs> Ovechkin, you can get on Ovechkin or a Crosby in the 2023 draft. Um yeah, that, that's pretty... I mean, it's rare that we get to see these guys for, for more than one tournament. You know, we mentioned off the top, but yeah. And, and they, I think some of them are going to the under-18s, and we're not going to go into that discussion <laughs> either. But, 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 you know, the under-18s will be brilliant this year as well. <laughs> yeah, it's... You know what? That's the fun part about about the, the young players getting better. You know, like every generation, the players get better, right? Like... You know, we talk about Ovechkin. O- Ovechkin is going to pass Wayne Gretzky. Um, but I mean, Ovech, the, the hockey today is so much better than it was in the 80s, right? Like, it's not even. Yeah, a but question. also, I mean, like, what is the average goal? Five, maybe? Four, 4.8 per, yeah. per, per, per an NHL game when Gretzky played, I think it was six point. Right. No, it, exactly. Ovechkin can pass Gretzky and still be completely underrated as a scorer, right? Like, I, I feel like. No, he's, he will never, the, the one that underrates him as a scorer should be just sent into the sun. <laughs> but, but there's people who do it, right? Like, I believe that Ovechkin is the greatest goal scorer we have ever seen. And and I, I truly believe that. But not many people are saying that, right? Like, just like, oh, he might pass Gretzky. But no one's saying, like, he's the best goal scorer we've ever seen. And I, I believe he is. Because if you look at the, the, the quality of goaltending he has to play, the, the defenses that he has to play. And, but that, that's the whole thing, right? Every generation gets better. And that's where you yeah, want, I'm, that's I'm, where you I'm, want the game to go. And and I think I'm, that that's that's the exciting part is that all these young guys, the Mitchkovs, the Bedards, the, the, the Slovakia team, all of these guys are are going to be so good. And it's just it makes this tournament better. It makes the under eighteen tournament better, and it just makes hockey better. Indeed, it does. And if I'm, I'm I'm having the gripe when you like what was it Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, I should say. <laughs> uh, I think he beat. Um, De Bomba, Thomas Müller's record from the seventies with goals scored in a in a in in World Cups, and yeah, but he played twice the amount of games as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> so so there has to be some sort of 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 you know continuity about it. But but yeah, I'd, I'd say like Ovechkin is. I've always had a soft spot for Ovechkin. Uh, I, even when he played against the Canadians in was it the 2010 tournament, uh, Stanley Cup. Yeah, I didn't want him to score many goals, but he could have scored one, and and Montreal could still have won. <laughs> but but yeah, you know, you, you you have. I mean, like he's still the fun fun factor. It's like he's still a kid playing hockey at yeah. heart, and exactly. and you gotta love that, you know. Yeah. If uh, I was absolutely. that happy going to my job, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, and yeah, but I mean, it's there is something to be said about yes, more games, more players. The, like the the talent pool is is obviously you know yeah. not talking about six teams anymore. Um, there's definitely factors into that as well, um, but at the same time, you know, I, I think that that's that's where you want the game to go. You, I mean, I'm gonna look at women's hockey as an example, right? You had you know Angela James and Kami Granato. And then Haley Wickenheiser came along, and Hillary Knight, and and and, and Poulain, and they, every generation gets better. And eventually, there's going to be someone who's going to be better than Marie-Philippe Poulain. and and that's just it's not a detriment to them. Well, I'm not saying that Wayne Gretzky is bad. Ah, I'm no, just saying that the, the, the torch gets passed, and that's that's a good thing for the sport in general. Yeah, and we see that with Gretzky sitting cheering. You yeah, know, absolutely. Yeah, on, exactly. You know, exactly. And, and and wanting him to beat that record, and yeah. 
you know, I, I would assume you sit there maybe for 10 years and go like, yeah, I'm pretty damn good. But then <laughs> at, at one point you're going to be like, yeah, can someone beat that record, please? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's always going to be, I mean, at a certain point, you're not going to be lost to history, right? Like Wayne Gretzky is not going to be lost to history. And he's still going to have the points record. I don't think anyone's ever going to beat that. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to beat the assist record. Um, but but in term, but I mean, also people don't really see Wayne Gretzky as a goal scorer anyway. So no. uh, <laughs> I think it makes that, sense for it, him to it, lose that one. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I think that that's that's the whole point. Is you want hockey, you want the sport to grow, and the way to do that is for the players to grow. And you know, even you know, looking at you know, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And, and the better that this tournament gets, I mean, I, I grew up with this tournament where Canada was just winning every year. And then, and then 98, I believe hit and they, they barely almost got relegated in, in that year. And it was like a inquisition. And that was the same year as Nagano and, and just everything was, was bad. <laughs> and, and, but honestly, it's, it's better when, and it pushes everybody, right. Team Canada has yeah. to be better now. Um, than they have to be, and and I think that that's just good for hockey. You, you, it's good you need, for this tournament. You 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 need competition to become better yourself. Absolutely, uh, yeah, absolutely, and 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 I think that's what it comes down to in many ways. Yeah. That you know you look at it from that point, but yeah, I I, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, I really think it's 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 also growing the sport in some ways. I wouldn't I I, I could easily see in a couple of years time you bring up two more teams yeah yeah absolutely the world championships have, have done that yeah the, world, the, the men's world champions have done that so yeah uh, and even the women's as well um come to think of it but yeah well, and, I mean, and and sweden is still listening to the women's one <laughs> <laughs> well in in fairness to sweden there hasn't been promotion in the last couple of years so yeah, but 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 it's also i think it's very it was very important that you know sweden thought we were very great and and mm-hmm. af- especially after the 22 olympics in nagano in, in torino 26 26 2006 2006 yeah. yeah and and uh they didn't build from that mm-hmm. and obviously the rest of the world caught up and and you can say the them. same thing about russia on the men's side right i yeah. mean they they were the dominant there's no question um that they were the dominant force in hockey and they had to rethink things and you mentioned that they are, they worked on development and now they're back on you know uh, nearing the top and and yeah, I think that's definitely um, a factor, and and it's it's good. It makes this tournament so much better, right? It, it's it's just it's just fun. It's a fun tournament, and uh, I know that. Uh, I think it's the last tournament we actually see, you know, pond hockey as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, a good a good parallel is, is kind of like March Madness, where yeah. it's just kind of craziness, right? Because they're they're still kids, right? So you know, there's going to be these upsets. There's going to be these crazy games. There's going to be these. You know, I, I could still remember Denmark winning um, and avoiding the uh, the relegation uh, and making the quarterfinal, and that celebration that they had was was amazing. And and it's just that those are the moments that make this tournament great. Slovakia winning bronze um, on the back of, of Dennis Godla. Well, Switzerland going through beating Sweden, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> you yeah, know, like yeah. there are these these you know outstanding performances. Or, or more often than not, on the on the back of a fantastic goalkeeper <laughs> yes. that we might never hear from again. But but he was there, and and you know with these short tournaments, it it helps if if, yes. if someone reaches that zone or the bubble. We we shouldn't really say the bubble like <laughs> like anymore, but it gets into the zone and and just you know has the tournament of a lifetime. 
because it means so i mean like you can literally and if the coach is smart to play that person you know <laughs> 30 minutes a nine <laughs> yeah. and and th- then it, it 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 definitely helps and it, it there's always around this time in sweden obviously you can prep articles forever so so they've done that and they go through the history what happened with the goalies after <laughs> the tournament uh, which are stars which which went on to become, you know, doctors or or, <laughs> or, or mechanics or whatnot, you know. Yeah. So so there are all these, you know, articles in the Swedish papers. What happened to the former World Junior stars? And you know, take take someone like Max Freiberg, who I think he was the point <laughs> the top scorer in the tournament, <laughs> and and obviously they won gold because of Sinabayad's fantastic overtime winner against Russia. But but uh, but you know. He's having a hockey career, but it's not maybe the hockey career you think of after being the top scorer in the World Juniors. Yeah, no, exactly. And I just, yeah, you know, I think, you know, Canada goaltenders, <laughs> you could, you could, there's a long list of those. Justin Pogge, Zach Fukali is another example of that, uh, of goaltenders that, you know, don't don't become superstars necessarily. And for every, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury, who um, didn't win gold, uh, but for every Carey Price, um and, and players like that, there, there's uh, um, players that, you know, maybe go to, to obscurity uh, a little bit. And, you know, it, it's it's a moment of glory for some of these players. And A, a little and, bit like you say, March Madness or or, yeah, exactly. or the, the uh, American football playoffs that have started yeah. now, yeah. you know, or, or are about to start. That, you know, like you get these players, it's the last hurrah more or less before yeah. they, you know, go into the working life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could look, look at, you know, I, one of the, the, the games that I remember more than any is, is, uh, you know, Boise State against uh, oh, Oklahoma yeah. and, and Jared Zabransky and Ian Johnson. And those are, ga- those, those are players that don't, don't get seen very often in the NFL or, or after that, that game. But that's a moment that's in your brain. And what, it's what, one of the fun. best calls ever when the commentator goes, James Bond on the clock because it's 007 when they score the, the <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. just like, okay, you you waited a lifetime to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, Patrick. Thank you for uh, for taking the time and and uh, thank you all for listening. I'm and, just gonna and... say. I have Russia to win it, so all you Canadians yeah. can celebrate because I'm always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's going to be a lot of fun to, to watch this tournament, and I, I think that it's going to come down to Canada-Russia as well, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if another team gets in there. Um, Patrick, and, thank and, you. And, for... and, and maybe a, a uh, Russia gets the benefit of a uh, TV uh, camera <laughs> this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's, you're talking about classic games. That, that was a classic game as well. Um, but yeah, th- thank you for uh, for taking time, Patrick. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have Merry a very Christmas, happy everyone. holidays. Yes, Merry Christmas. And uh, if you don't hear from us, uh, we'll, we'll have another podcast before the new year, but happy new year. Yeah. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for going to HabsEyesOnThePrize.com. And uh, we'll see you next time on Habs Reminded. Stay safe.